Hey, I'm Jess. Hey, I'm Heidi. And this is a Better Beauty Business Podcast, where we give you weekly tips on how to start your beauty business. I'm just like, God, that's so much better. <laughs> it is so much better. The <laughs> other one was really because it was our very first day of podcasting and we it were was. very afraid of our voices. And now we're not afraid of our voices. Yeah. We use them way too much. Yep, pretty so, much. So today we have another guest. Yes. And she is an amazing woman that we met, what, about six or eight months ago? I've lost so track of time. Um, but longer than that. A hundred years ago, is that how it feels? Yeah, it's a hundred yes. years. <laughs> so um, Bailey is going to introduce herself and kind of tell you guys what she does, and then we will go from there. Hey, Bailey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How I'm are you? To be here with you. I'm great. Good. I'm great. I'm just, you know, hiding my car from my family <laughs> right now. So Bailey is me. in Canada, so she's still locked down with her whole family, so yeah. she does have to lock herself in the car now and then to... Yeah. Get some peace. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's the new word for a lockdown, really. <laughs> Hide it in your cars. <laughs> I love it. So me, I a, a bit about me. I am a hairstylist. I have been in the industry for 20 years, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am just outside of Toronto in Canada, and it's been an amazing journey and I have to say the beauty industry has changed so much over the last two decades that I've been in it Um, and it's just amazing to see it grow into such you know a profession something that people are really sought after now do you guys Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that a lot on a couple of our other podcasts, how, you know, we're a very new profession, but we're thought of as a new profession. Yes. Well, and it's new as a profession because it was just the thing you did if you weren't smart enough to finish high school or you got pregnant or, you know, (laughs) you're like, oh, you just go work at the salon. And so it's been kind of a what in the last 20 years, really just seeing people go, oh, you're a professional. Well, and it's regulated. So yeah. Now that it's a lot more regulated in, in a broad type of way, like around the world, then I think it becomes more of a profession because people are like, well, you can't just walk into somebody's house and do whatever. Right. Yeah. I love how you guys say that because it's almost like when you've been in the industry for that long, you have to unlearn a lot, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, when we started, it was, I started because I hated school Mm. and it was easy for me to do and I was good at it right so it was it was somewhere where it allowed me to build my own confidence and then build confidence in you know the people that I worked with right and behind the chair Mm -hmm. but there's so much unlearning in that because realizing that oh we are professionals Mm -hmm. we are actually really intelligent and really smart and have a lot of knowledge yes when it's time to be treated that that way you know it's time to you know I'm I don't know about you guys but I've had clients who look down on me because I'm a nail technician Mm -hmm. and I'm just like well except you can't do it (laughs) I just want to be like you can't do it 
I know I've had people go, yeah. oh, so you just, you know, wha- what do you do? Like wax board housewives? I'm like, what? <laughs> Why would I do that? Like, that's all. I- what? Yeah. But yeah, they're, I mean, really, like you said, really unlearning some of that. But we're also reteaching clients yeah. that we're professionals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, because yeah. they've they've been all, all along the journey with us, right? Right. Yeah, and so, then it's teaching them that you are a professional. You can't just call me and get in whenever you want. You can't just, you know, chew off of all of your fingernails and expect me to do a full set on you and then pay you what it would cost to for a fill. Like, by that, the way, she's talking about me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jess is really bad about it. I'm bitter. I'm a little bitter. I don't chew them though. I just rip them off. She does. You know, I just go to town and tear them all off. And then I'm like, Heidi, I think one broke. Yeah. She's like, you're the worst client ever. Yeah, she's like, it just fell off. <laughs> like, no, you're bleeding. I yeah. think you ripped it off. We definitely are the worst clients. <laughs> <We> <laughs> are. I, you know, it's funny. I saw a meme um, not too long ago and it was about, you know, paying a hundred dollars for your, like you expect to pay a hundred dollars for your hair. But you used to pay that when you got, you know, the tire stripes and like that yellow, yellow blonde, right? Uh, right. That was a hundred dollar, right. you know, hair service. Right. You know, it is not the same anymore. There, no. There's so much more that goes into it and right. there's so much more behind it and knowledge and like that artistic side. And, you know, the ability, I guess, to really niche down what client you want to work with. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that might be one of the biggest difference. And I'm sure you guys find it too. Mm-hmm. You know, when we started, there was no social media, right? You right. would just take any single client behind, you know? Yeah. And now you get to pick and choose. You mm-hmm. get to pick and choose who you want to work with. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, that's what kind of opened up the world is well, and it's a that little bit- ability. Yeah. It's a little bit easier to um, tell your clients no because you're like, well, I don't have to be disrespected because like, I can find me another client. Like, you're not going to disrespect me. I can find somebody to fill right. your space. So it also makes your clients really think, like, how am I talking to this person? Or how many no-shows have I given them? Or how many times have I called and moved my appointment? Or But I think also with social media, it's given – clients the opportunity to then look at multiple different people and go this is who I want to go to not just because I love my friend's hair and she loves her stylist and that used to be the way you go and maybe there isn't Mm -hmm. a connection but now they can kind of shop around but then I think sometimes they're less loyal because of it Mm -hmm. so it's such a double-edged sword like yes they can choose but then they're like you know we're we're reteaching people how to be decent humans I think. Oh, it's getting really sad, isn't it's it? It's getting a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, you know, I noticed that when you know, in the salon that I work at, we have a very specific clientele that we cater to. And so, even if we have some clients that have, say, been with us for years that don't necessarily fit that, that's not what we're going to post on social media, right? Right. So, mm-hmm. for new people getting into the industry, just post the stuff you love you do not have to post everything right if you like to do a specific um if you have a specific skill that you want to work with or specific type of hair or you know whether you do balayage or whatever it is just post that because that's 
that way you attract more of those people into Ex your life. Yeah, that's very true. And like specializing, I've noticed like, because we were talking to Brad and he was talking about like, you know, not doing everything because right. when, <clears throat> when you, when we used to do it, when you got out of school, you did everything. Right. And you were like, I have to do everything to make money. Well, now you yeah. don't. And so you should specialize and become like the most amazing person at this thing that you do right. and do that for everybody instead of, you know, trying to do a little bit of everything and not being great at anything. Yeah, never in my life did I think that I would be the girl everyone would come to to get their vagina waxed. Yeah. <laughs> never. I was never like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. But, you know, I got really good at it. And everyone's like, I'm not going to anyone but you. Uh -huh. And I'm like, it's such a great compliment. But never in my life was I even getting out of school. I got out of school thinking I was going to do makeup. Yeah. And then it slowly transitioned. And now all I do is look at naked people all day. And, you know, it's great. I love all my clients and I'm good at it, but never in my life. But I specialized yeah. and I'm so busy that I don't ever have to worry about my books being filled where when I was doing multiple things, I did mm -hmm. because I wasn't great at all of them. It's mm -hmm. very true. Yeah, that's so true. And I mean, especially, well, for all of us, you know, being in waxing, hair, nails, there's definitely that trust factor, especially for you, Jess, I yes. would say more so than us, right? Like there's a bond. It's vulnerable to be able to, you know, entrust some, you know, your body in someone else. And well, yeah. I yeah. would say from the client's perspective, clients are looking for specialty too. Yes. They want someone that is like, they'll go to, you know, so many different people, you know, they'll have a different person that does their, you know, hair or their color or their eyelashes or whatever they want everyone that they work with has to be specialized in yep. what they do well, right yeah. people who want yeah who doesn't want to go exactly. to the best the best yeah. person of that, that that does that thing the best right and they'll pay and they'll pay the money right i think mm. sometimes yep. you get that um especially if you're newer in the in the, in the industry you get that scarcity mindset of mm -hmm. you know oh if i up my prices they're not going to want to come to me and this right. and that. But remember, you get to create your own client. Mm -hmm. And so in saying that, you create who you want to work with. Yeah, You create what their lifestyle is. You create how much they're willing to pay for your service. Well, and, honestly, and if you master your skill and your art, you know, people are going to pay you for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, I've really never had a client leave because I raised my prices. You I mean, did have a couple complain when you raised it $2. Yeah, that was a little ridiculous. Yeah, that was a little weird. But, but they didn't leave. They were nope. just like, oh, you're raising. Uh. Actually, when I raise my prices, because I don't do it terribly often because I've gotten faster, so really I make more money. But I, when I do it, most of my clients are like, you're only raising it that much. Yeah. Do you realize how you know you should be doing more? And I was like, I don't want to do more. I said, this is enough. This is what I want to be. I'm exactly where I need to be. And they have become my advocates mm -hmm. because they know they come to me. They special, you know, I specialize. So your clients will actually become your advocates in that and be like, no, you need to double your prices so that <laughs> you only get really amazing clients. Yeah. Or so that I'm the only client you have. So right, I can right. Get in whenever I want. <laughs> I have I have a couple of clients who are like I don't give your name out to anybody because I don't want them to come to you and I'm like that is not helpful please don't do that 
<laughs> I know some some clients do that though. They want to like they don't want to share. Yeah, right. right? Like, they don't want their friends looking as good as they do, or right. whatever it is, right? Yeah, they're like, or not I, be able to get in, right? They're like, I just don't want I don't want my best friend's nails to look the same as mine. And I'm like, well, first of all, I would never do that to you. That would be terrible. But but secondly, um, if you want me to stay open so that I can continue to do your nails, I would appreciate it. If I'm going to would... need you to pay me $5 yeah. million dollars for each you... appointment and I will only do yours. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, you can, you can not tell people that you cut, you know, like you can be like, no, I'm not telling you who my nail tech is, but then you probably should just add that up. And every person you tell that pay me like $40 for every person that you've told that so that, you know, you're making up some of my money somewhere. So Bailey, I have a question for you. So did you apprentice? I did apprentice. How long did you yeah, have to apprentice? So, okay. She's so like, it's, it was a while when, ago. <laughs> yeah. When I went, when I was in high school, they actually had a program. I don't know if you guys have it, but they had a program where you could start getting your hours. Okay. in high school so there was a cosmetology class so I would basically be there all day because as I said I hated school so like, yeah. this is great mm -hmm. I can spend all day like learn cosmetology you know getting marks for it and then I think I want to say it was about 1500 hours okay that you had to complete in class yeah. and then when I finished I worked in a salon and you had to get another, say, 2,000 hours or something like that yeah, okay. before you could write your license. Okay. So, yeah, Canada has requirements for apprenticeship where the United States, it depends on your state. We don't require it. Wyoming does. Wyoming does not require it. They just get out of school, take their boards and can go to work, which, you know, I really think the apprenticeship is a really great way to go I because people are... Do you feel like it really opened your mind more to the option of learning? Because I feel like a lot of people here, because they refuse or they don't have to apprentice, they kind of shut down the idea of continued education. Yeah. So when I got, when I was in school, I was, I was really good at what I did. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And I think you get that in that environment because it's, you know, you're all people around the same age. And then so you get out and you're like, I am amazing and I'm going to like have a full book and do this and that. Right. And then you and you get into a salon environment. And I was really lucky to have a really great mentor. Mm -hmm. But I had so much more to learn. And I think sometimes and I feel like a lot of other, you know, if you're new in the beauty industry, we can have this ego sometimes of mm -hmm. like, I know everything, you know, yep. I went to school, I was the best in my class. Right. And so when I actually really, you know, started apprenticing and starting doing some of my own clients, it was a like a rude awakening yeah, it is. of, you know, once I let go of, no, I, I need to really be able to take a step back and learn. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think, the apprenticeship program and there's a few different ways you can do it in Canada but it's so valuable because if I mean obviously you want to do your research and work at a decent you know salon where you're going to have good mentorship right but that's where I learned you know when I look back at what I learned in school I threw most of it away well right? because often you're, you're getting taught by teachers that 
have been out of the industry. Yeah. Really. And they're well, teaching you just right, the basics and how to pass boards. Really. They, yeah, they don't have to yeah, teach you anything else. Yeah. And their work is so dated. Right. Right. So, you know, they're not up with what, what is new in the industry. Well, and like you said, there's so many new things. You would be in school for 50 years if you had to stay in school and learn all the, and keep up on everything. There's no way. There's no way. And really the only thing that you've paid money for them to give you is in, you know, the education to pass your board so that you can go out. Like what Connie, the lady who ran our school, she used to say to us, um, she's like, well, you have, you know, like once you graduate from school and you have your license, then that's your license to learn. Then you go learn everything that you need to learn to be good at what you're going to do. Yeah. She was straight out with us. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. She was really straight out. Like, you don't know anything when you leave here. When you leave here, now this opens every door for you to go learn. Mm-hmm. So if you make the choice to actually go do it, you'll go really far. Right. But a lot of people didn't. But I wonder if that really, um, you know, with the apprenticeship, if that really changes the fail rate. Because our fail rate, you know, from what we see is like 80% in the first five years. Yeah, yeah. Because they get out and have to try to go start a business all on their own. And so they're not continuing to learn because they have no one to learn from because a lot of the schools here teach them also that they're all competition. They shouldn't be friends. Right. So then your competition, you're not learning. You don't have a mentor. You're not mentor. I mean, I do have to say some of that is like small town mentality. Right. Because we live in a place that's, I mean, I mean, we don't think it's small, but it's really damn small. Well, no, it is. And so uh, you get that mentality because we have so many salons. You get this mentality. We're like, well, we can't help each other out because if, you know. You'll take my clients. Yeah, you'll take my client. Or if I teach um, a hairstylist, you know, a technique, then I'm trying to steal the hairstylist for my salon. Like, and that's not even really how it works here. And we actually only have like. Why like three or four commission salons in town? I think we're like at two now. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wonder how that apprenticeship, you know, what do you see in that? Does it seem to make it so people actually make it in the industry a little further than they're, than they do here? Yeah, I would say so because it's definitely, people don't rent or booth rent as much in Canada. Okay. There are a lot more, you know, team-based and commissioned salons and environments other than, like, Studio Suites is really, really big in the U.S., is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I have a lot of stylist friends that they all own a Studio Suite. So, typically, you're working by yourself. Yep. Yeah. And for me, I that was something that I never wanted to do because I believe so deeply in teams and leadership and collaboration mm-hmm. and just changing that vibe. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, or if, you know, as you know, a stylist, I don't know everything. And sometimes, you know, you need to just throw ideas off of somebody too. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just been such a valuable environment to be around. So, you know, for people getting into the industry, go work at a salon, mm-hmm. you know, go sweep the floors, answer the phones, like do all the stuff that you don't want to do because that's when you're going to learn and grow. And if you especially want to own your own business, you have to, you have to start 
from the bottom. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we have to be able to master every single skill. And then, you know, in the future, if you want to build your own team, then you've experienced what it's like being in every position Mm -hmm. and it just creates, it helps you be a better leader because you can relate more to what, you know, what your staff is experiencing Yeah, or what, you know, if you're, if you're mentoring, you know, new people in in the industry, which I think that that has blown up, right? Yeah, Everyone now wants to, you know, be a mentor and be a coach and help other people in the industry. Yeah. And so the, those are the skills, I think, of just really starting from the bottom, always keeping an open mind, never, like, never thinking you know it all, because there's always, you can learn something from every single person that you meet. Yeah, there's no you know, way you could ever know any, know the, uh, everything about everything ever. <laughs> you know, I knew this amazing makeup artist when I lived in LA, and I loved the way he would teach. He'd come in and teach us these skills, and... He'd been doing makeup since he was 14. Like, he's amazing. But he goes, why would I be afraid to teach you? He goes, you'll never be me. He goes, you'll be you. He goes, so I will always teach you. He goes, you will practice. You will get your style. You'll be you. But the other piece of advice that he gave us that has stuck with me forever, he said, don't ever, like, give up any opportunity to learn something, even if it's a terrible person, Mm. like a business owner and you work there and you're like, take and learn something from that. If you're like, wow, I'm never going to be this kind of leader, you have learned something from it. And make sure like if you go to, you know, and see a stylist working and you're like, wow, they were terrible. Mm -hmm. But you went, I learned that I'm not going to do that. And I don't want to be that type of person. And you know, I'm going to be cleaner and it makes you relook at and reevaluate the type of stylist or nail tech or esthetician that you are going to be. You can learn something from every single situation, well, even if it's a yucky one. And it's not, they, you know, it's not, it's fail. You're not failing. You're learning. Yep. It's just, you, you're always learning. Yep. You know, I don't think anything, you know, is failing as long as you learn something well, from as it. As long as you, you don't quit. Fail and yeah. And if you can pick yourself up and brush yourself off and start over then you should, you know, then you won as far well, as but, I'm concerned. And I think Bailey said something earlier with the ego, like you really have to lay your ego down. Yeah. And just go into it with such an open mind and ready to absorb it all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And definitely come from it from an abundance mindset. You know, there is more than enough yeah. to go around. Yeah. Like there's, you can't possibly serve every person in your town you know or city or do you you want want to to. exactly so you know if you can come from a place of abundance you know rather than scarcity Mm -hmm. you're going to attract more people you're going to make more money you're going to be a happier human yeah because of it exactly yes I really, yeah. I think that's beautiful. That's I think great advice. Well, and what's interesting, if you guys have been paying attention, is our last few guests have all said the exact same thing. Yep. Everybody who's been in like ten years or longer mm-hmm. has said the same thing. We are not competition. We are all in this together. And please don't stop learning. Like mm-hmm. you didn't get up and I think three or four of them have said the same thing about great. You were the best in beauty school. Mm -hmm. That means you should be the best learner when you get out, Mm -hmm. not 
you're not done just because you were the best in beauty school. Well, yeah, I mean, that happens everywhere. Like yeah. you were the, you know, like you, you were the football captain in, in high school and then you get in college and you're the kid that everybody's crapping on. Right. Like that's just <laughs> kind of what happens. Like, of course, when you were a senior, you were the best at what you were doing because you were. You worked this, hard to get there. Yeah. And you were in this little tiny town and, you know, and you were able to do that. But then when you branch out and go to a bigger place, you're not going to be the best anymore. What? I know. Oh. I mean. Yeah. I guess we can't know, all be. So disappointing. I, know. I know. I'm just like on the floor crying, <laughs> curled up in the fetal position now. <laughs> we can't all be Michael Jordan, I guess. Like, we, you know. And but there are, I mean, there are those people who are the best in that, and their talent is just that great. But they aren't getting by on just talent. No, they, you know, like they're not great at what they do because they have their God-given talent and they lay around on the couch all day. Like yeah. that's not no. That isn't actually a thing. They're they're really good at what they do because they've taken their God-given talent and then they have multiplied that by practicing and working hard and keeping in shape and doing all of the things that they need to do be, to be better at what they love doing. Well, and being a community and, you know, collaborating and going into things with an abundant mindset, not just in money, but in people and community well, yeah in life experiences in you know and enjoying your life and your clients and and loving um being able to interact with those people all the time like I didn't you don't realize how much you miss something until you can't do it and so when you know we're shut down and we finally got to go back to work I was like oh my god I missed everyone so much well, and we can't even really talk. No. Like we closed down for six weeks. I know we can't, but but I mean, but even though, but even then, I was. Yeah, I, like, so Bailey, I don't know how you're doing it because I was really sad to not see my people for six weeks. And yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been challenging. But I mean, as you guys know, even though I you know I do hair and I I still love doing it, my main focus now is really in my coaching business right and that's been where I've put all my energy in because it's funny because you, you know you have all this time off so right now we're on our third lockdown oh geez so we were closed well and I had a baby in between so I was planning on having some sort of maternity leave anyway right, so right. it didn't seem as bad but uh <laughs> we were closed from March till I think the end of June mm-hmm. and then just after Christmas until mid-February, and then we shut down again two weeks ago, and apparently we're going to be shut down at least till the 20th of May. Oh. And so, But it's given it's you crazy. time to build a whole new business. I know a lot of people asked us, too. They're like, oh, what did you do during shutdown? We were like, nice. we only had two weeks at a time, so we were like, yeah. all right, we got two weeks. What are we going to do? And then they'd be like, you have two oh, yeah. more weeks. And we're like, okay, what else can we get done? We worked more <laughs> in that time, and I know you have, too, just... Because you don't know when it's going to, you kind of know, but you don't know. So you're like, let's get everything we possibly can done because, and then if it doesn't open, what do you need to do? So Bailey has totally, you know, pivoted into a coaching business and it's not a total pivot because she was probably, I mean, you were already doing mentoring and in your business, but moving into a different field Mm -hmm. has, you know, but you've never stopped learning and that's a huge lesson that you learned over the last well, 20 years that you just don't lay down and go, yeah. well, I'm done. <laughs> no. And especially, you know, now it's like, okay, I have all this time. This is a gift. How mm-hmm. am I going to use this? How, like, how would you feel? And these are the questions you ask yourself. How would you feel 
you know, if you were gifted time, which is our only unrenewable resource, mm-hmm. and you wasted it, and you didn't do anything with it, yeah. and you had all this, you know, these things that you're like, oh, I wish I would have done that. Yep. And for me, I made a promise to myself a few years ago that I will not live without with any regret. Yep. And so far, I've maintained that. And I just, you know, focus on really why I'm doing it. And it's funny because, you know, after being in the industry for so long, it wasn't until five years ago when I really realized what it is I love about the industry. You know, I was thought, okay, I'm good at this. It's creative, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Right. But it was the way that you make people feel. Yep. You know, the confidence that you bring, mm-hmm. the ability to change someone's state, to change their day, to, you know, give them the confidence to go and do something when they leave mm-hmm. the salon. Yep. You know, that for me was so eye-opening to realize. And I couldn't, couldn't believe that I didn't pinpoint it earlier. Well, it's a hard one to pinpoint. It's a really hard one to pinpoint because you love all of it and it's hard to break it down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, I think it was in that moment where it was like, okay, how do I go deeper? How do I help? you know, transform women, you know, not just on that external level, but internally, right? Create that lasting change. And that's when I started to get really curious and building my coaching business. And so, you know, and now what I've really pivoted into is helping, especially in Canada right now, like helping beauty professionals use their knowledge and their expertise and be able to, you know, monetize that online because there's so many people that have lost out, right? Like, and you know, even if you guys were closed six weeks, I'm sure there's stylists in the States that never made that back or had to work differently. Oh, we had people, right? Like we had multiple people retire because they were like, well, forget it. I was living day to day and I'm just done. This industry had kind of beat them up and they never really got ahead of it Uh and they were done. But I don't think they would have, like you said, it was kind of a gift. Yeah. And it actually gave them that opportunity to quit without any question. Well, and without, without feeling like, without feeling that like guilt. Yeah. And move on to whatever their next thing needed to be. Right. And you don't have to disappoint your clients because you already didn't see them for. <laughs> right. You're like, I'm yeah. just not coming back. And they're yeah. like, oh, okay. And they just find somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's, I'm sure like you guys do, you know, it's just. Well, the work that we do, we put so much out, right? Like, yes. you put so much energy out. You pour so much into people. I would say, like, you perform. You perform all day for your clients. Yes. Right? Which yes. we love it. But at the same time, it gets exhausting changing, exchanging your time mm-hmm. for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, it's, t- it's tiresome. Like, yeah. I don't want to always exchange my time for money. Yeah. Right. You know? I don't, you know, well, I don't really work many weekends anymore, but, you know, I don't always want to have to be in the salon on a Saturday. Right. I don't always want to have to work weekends. Right. Right. Like, I want to make money in my sleep. Like, yes. who doesn't? Yep. That would be amazing. We all do. So, <laughs> I know 
like I stopped working weekends years ago and people were like, how do you not work weekends or evenings? I said, I don't, I don't want to, I don't need to. I said, my child comes first. And so I build my schedule around her and people would be like, seriously? So my books are full. You can find somewhere else. And they either made it work to come in with me or they would find somewhere else. But it is, it's that exchange of time for money. And, you know, you kind of go, those are the people you don't want. Where the people you do want, like that's the part I'll miss the most when I finally can't wax anymore Mm. is because I do love the people. I love the people. I love they come in. You know, we've... And all of us have had this experience where we've had them from when they were dating and now they're married and (laughs) then they have the babies. And like Heidi has some clients who now they, you know, they have have grandchildren. and their their kids got married. They have grandchildren. Their spouses have passed away, you know, stuff like that. And it's, you know, and it's so you, you become a part of their life. Well, and that's the hard part, I think, about pivoting away from seeing clients one-on-one it's almost like a breakup you really don't want to happen yeah because you love them so much but you know you have to break up yeah but yeah. you know you really will miss that part because I know that that's the part I love the most too I realized it a few years ago that it's waxing is fine it's a skill I'm good at it but I love the people I yeah. love the people I love the stories I love the breakdowns and the breakthroughs. And I love that part of it. Well, and I've cried with several clients and held hands and, you know, you do all of that stuff. And I don't know very many other jobs where you get to do that unless you're a therapist. And then most of the time you're just picking someone up off of the floor at that point, but you don't actually get to be in it with them. And I do like being in it. Yeah. That emotional. And then I love, they can come in and be so upset and so depressed And after I've talked to them and told them a few jokes and we've made their nails look really nice and we've wiped their snot a couple of times, you know, then they leave, (laughs) you know, they leave the salon laughing and they feel a thousand percent better because they came and saw me. Right. And I, that is what I love the most. I love being able to see somebody's face when they're leaving the salon and they're like, thank you so much. Like. You know, that was so awesome. And I love my nails. And I'm just like, you're welcome. And we were all crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. You're crying. (laughs) No, I don't need a tissue. (laughs) Well, it's that level level of intimacy that you don't, you don't get, right? And I I love the saying, I forget who says it, but, you know, it's not what you say. It's the way people will never remember what you say, but they'll remember the way you make them feel. Exactly. Yes. Right. And I think that we have that ability to be, be able to, you know, just make people feel a certain amount of joy that you can't, mm-hmm. that you can't get many places. Exactly. Yeah. Especially true. this day and age, really, with social media and stuff where everybody is so disconnected. Mm-hmm. It's like we are the people who they really get to connect to. And we're so lucky. Well, they do tell us things that they don't tell anyone else. Oh, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh-huh. I know. It's uh-huh. crazy. I love it. Love and, every know, part that's of it. What, it's been so so devastating, you know, with all the lockdowns here because, you know, you see these women come in and they're just drowning at home with, like, mm-hmm. trying to work at home and have all the kids and no time for themselves and not seeing friends, yeah. right? And, you know, they come in and they're just, like, you know, unload, but and just feel joy again for the first time in months really and it's just 
it's unbelievable. It's, I feel honored to be able to be a part of that, yes. you know, yeah. to bring that joy to people. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Yep. Me too. It, it's one of the, I do have to say, I have found that it, this is one of the most rewarding jobs that I've ever had. Like, like this career that I picked is so rewarding. It's so much rewarding than, so much more rewarding than other jobs. Well, I don't actually ever feel like I'm coming to work. No. You just kind of no. feel like you're going home. Yeah, it's, this is my And home. if you do feel like you're going to work, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, exactly. You need to, you need to go find somewhere else. Yeah, because this is just a home away from home. Well, Bailey, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm sure we'll have you on again. Yes. And then we'll have all of your information and stuff. Yep. We'll put all Bailey's links to everything. Um, her coaching and everything will be in the description, guys. Yep. So that if you would like to contact her or follow her on um, Instagram and everything, yeah. it'll all be in the description so that you can connect with her if you would like to. All right. We will talk to you next time. Thanks, Bailey. Okay, thanks, Bailey. Thanks. Hey.